Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Friday, the 15th of July. The Prime Minister is bowed to growing pressure from state and territory leaders, announcing he will host an emergency National Cabinet meeting on Monday to deal with a third wave of COVID currently sweeping the country. Speaking from Fiji this morning, Anthony Albanese has also dodged questions about whether the federal government will reintroduce pandemic leave payments, especially for casual workers. These payments uh, were put in in place uh, by the former government with an end date. That was a decision that they made at that time. The idea that no one is getting any uh, sick leave at the moment is just not the case. Good employers are recognising uh, that people are continuing to work from home uh, whilst they have COVID and are receiving, therefore, uh, payments through that. It comes as hospitals across the country postpone surgeries as they struggle under growing pressure of rising COVID and flu cases. Yesterday, 78 Australians died from COVID with almost 47,500 new infections recorded. There are also 4,512 people currently in hospital with COVID. Epidemiologist Professor Catherine Bennett says the new Omicron subvariants pose new risks to Australians. We think BA4 and 5, like the previous subvariants, is just that little bit more infectious. But more importantly, and probably having a bigger effect on the numbers, is that it's another step away in terms of the protection we get from our immunity, whether that's in- acquired from infection or from our vaccinations. In other news this morning, the Albanese government is trying to stamp out the foot and mouth disease threat by providing extra support to our Indonesian neighbours. One million vaccines will be provided to the country, as well as $500,000 to improve biosecurity in feedlots. National Farmers Federation CEO Tony Ma says an outbreak of the disease would decimate our multi-billion dollar livestock and agricultural industry. I'm not overstating it to say that it would devastate the Australian agriculture industry and the rural and regional communities in which they're housed. Uh, it's, you know, dollar figures of 80 to $100 billion, but it's not just within the agriculture sector or the farming sector. It's all the related industries. It's the communities that rely on agriculture. Overseas now, an Italian Prime Minister, Mario Draghi, has announced his resignation as the country is plunged into chaos. There are reports, though, the President has refused to accept it. It comes as Sri Lanka's President has also resigned by email after fleeing the country this week. There have been mass protests across Sri Lanka in recent weeks as an economic crisis continues to worsen. And in breaking news overseas this morning, Ivana Trump, the first wife of former US President Donald Trump, has died aged 73. The Czech-American businesswoman was found dead in her New York apartment. Ivana was also well known for her cameo appearance in the 1990s movie The First Wife's Club. Ladies, we have to be strong and independent. And remember, what? Don't get mad, get everything. Mr Trump has released a statement this morning saying Ivana was a wonderful, beautiful and amazing woman who led a great and inspirational life. Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground to Victoria where hazmat crews are dealing with a major chemical spill in Melbourne's north this morning after a B-double careered off the Western Ring Road near Melbourne Airport. James Lake in Melbourne says the driver was trapped for some time when his vehicle spilled its toxic load. 
The truck was carrying two massive tanks of a chemical fungicide tash when it smashed through the barrier and down an embankment. While travelling along an on-ramp connected to the Metro Ring Road, the driver was extracted by paramedics and taken to hospital. Authorities have now closed several major roads around the Tullamarine crash site to keep the public away from the toxic fumes. And New South Wales now when a little boy is fighting for life after being pulled from a pool at the Sydney Olympic Park Aquatic Centre. The five-year-old was rushed to hospital after the terrifying ordeal. Our reporter, Michaela Savage, has more from Sydney. Yeah, it was just before four o'clock yesterday afternoon, Tash, when New South Wales ambulance were called to the Sydney Olympic Park Aquatic Centre. An off-duty paramedic and nurse carried out CPR on the boy before their arrival. He'd been found unresponsive in the water. Once the critical care team from CareFlight arrived, Arrived. They worked to stabilise the child and then transported him to the Children's Hospital at Westmead under police escort, where he remains in a critical condition. Nevertheless, in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Effie Zahos, editor-at-large at CanStar. Effie, good morning. Another record broken yesterday with those historic low unemployment figures released. But this is good and bad news, isn't it, for many Australians? Yeah, it dropped to a 48-year low of 3.5%, and that was down from 39 As many as 88,000 people found work. And it's important to remember, the RBA didn't see unemployment falling to around 35 until June next year. We are in such a tight labour market. Um, in fact, if you want a job right now, there's probably one waiting for you. And the drop in unemployment numbers came about even though more people were actually looking for work, and even better the majority of these jobs were for full-time positions. And part-time work as a share of the economy is now 1.6 percentage points lower than the pre-pandemic. Okay, but Tash, what does all this mean now? It's, it's put the RBA in a really difficult situation. And there is talk it may need to go hard with rate rises in August. Some are saying as much as 0.75% hike. Now, that would be very aggressive. It's important to note, you know, the RBA has got to manage this strong economy. It wants to avoid a wage price spiral. And because we've got such a tight labour market, Businesses are saying, hey, we want more foreign workers here. But the problem here, of course, is that where are these people actually going to to, to live? It's going to put pressure on the rental market. We've been told that. Homeowners are going to feel a pinch. Property prices, well, they're going to be still vulnerable to further falls. And even savers who should be benefiting right now, well, they're not getting much love at all. We know the Treasurer, Jim Chalmers, had urged banks to match mortgage rate pain with deposit gains, but it hasn't been tip for tap so far. So all eyes will be on the next set of numbers, the inflation numbers. They're coming out in July 27th, and that will give us a better indication of how aggressive the RBA may be. Yeah, extraordinary time in history right now. Effie, regarding the inflation figures, we know the rising cost of living is out of control for so many Australians at the moment. And there's some new interesting data on what people are selling to try and keep up with these ever-increasing cost-of-living pressures. Yeah, I, I found this data really interesting. <laughs> I mean, no doubt there's a lot more of us turning to share platforms sharing platforms like, say, Gumtree and eBay to sell out unwanted items or shop at lower prices. But this new data from eBay shows some of the unusual categories, and that's what I actually liked. I mean, the ones we know about, people sell pre-loved clothes, techs and toys, they're the usual ones. But what caught my eye here is that letter seeds, they've seen 
a 209% increase in sales over the past month with an uptick in sales of raised garden beds and watering cans. Look, Tash, I think we're um, all trying to bypass the pinch at supermarkets and grow our own produce. The other interesting item that's uh, kind of flying off the shelves are car parts across seven top brands, including Toyota, Kia and Mazda. They've all seen a jump. And I guess that's with the soaring prices of fuel and extended delays to new vehicles. eBay says they're seeing more people sell car parks so Aussies can maintain and repair their own vehicles at home. And finally, with less less cash to spend um, on, say, a new outfit this winter, pre-loved fashion is trending. Now, I know that's not unusual, but it's 80s fashion in particular that people want. You can't wear it twice, Effie. (laughs) Well, I'm trying to find my leg warmers. Where are they? How much can I get for them? Exactly. Happy Friday and thanks so much as always. Thank you. Time for Sport Now with Brett Thomas. And Brett, uh, West's Tigers legend believes he can lead his old team back to the top alongside Tim Sheens. Yeah, Benji Marshall is coming back to the West Tigers. He signed a five-year deal. The first two of those will be an assistant under Tim Sheens, who's been appointed coach. The next three, he will take charge alongside Robbie Farah, who's also been hired as an assistant. Benji telling Fox Sports he is confident in the new coaching team that they can turn their fortunes around. If you look at the way we've been for the last 10 years, if we keep doing the same thing, the same thing's going to happen. We're making a change now yeah. as a club where we're all, I'm all in. Tim's all in. Robbie's yeah. all in. We're, we want to turn it around. A top four blockbuster to kick off round eight tonight in the NRL. Uh, Tom Dearden is a late out for the Cowboys against Cronulla. His coach Todd Payton says he wasn't surprised to see Dearden thrive on the origin stage for Queensland. You've got to admire the kid because of the way he goes about his business. It's not like it's a fluke. He works hard every day. I thought he spoke really well after the match. thought he answered it perfectly. He gets to turn up and live his dream, win, lose or draw. And the Sharks welcome back Nico Hines and Toby Rudolph. After that, it's the Eels against the COVID-hit Warriors. Yeah, massive weekend ahead and to the AFL now and finals hopes are on the line. Brett, for the Bulldogs and Saints tonight. Yeah, they've been very underwhelming in recent weeks. Uh, dropping form at the wrong time of year. So I think for the loser, they can pretty much kiss their finals uh, hopes goodbye. They've both lost some players uh, due to health and safety protocols. Aaron Norton out for the Bulldogs and Lockie Hunter. They do welcome back Josh Bruce. Hasn't pr- uh, played in a long time after having a knee reconstruction. Bailey Smith returns from his suspension as well. The Saints are missing Seb Ross due to COVID and Mar- Marcus Windhager. A former Saint, Lee Montagna, uh, has given us his thoughts on tonight's game. One of these teams aren't beating the other. They're both out of form. Then the team that loses probably doesn't deserve to play finals, to be honest. Yeah, big game tonight at Marvel Stadium. Absolutely. And finally on this Friday, Brett, the 150th British Open is underway and there's an Aussie golfer within striking distance. Yeah, Queenslander Cameron Smith, not the rugby league uh, legend, but the golfer sits three shots off the pace uh, after the opening round of the British Open at St Andrews. He's five under par. Uh, Rory McIlroy is two behind. The leader at the moment is American Cameron Young. He leads at eight under par. Massive weekend ahead. Thanks so much, Brett. And the Sydney Harbour Bridge will tonight light up in Maroon after Queensland won the State of Origin decider earlier this week. New South Wales Premier Dominic Perrottet has kept his promise after losing a bet to his counterpart, Anastasia Palaszczuk, to light up the losers' iconic bridges in enemy colours. The New South Wales Premier also took a subtle dig on social media, taking to Twitter to say that, quote, just like paying a hotel quarantine bill, an agreement is an agreement.
And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's morning agenda. In your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning, you can also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the Listener app for free. I'm Natasha Valling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day and a lovely weekend. Stay safe and we'll see you bright and early on Monday. Listener.